0: Friends, the divisional round of the 2020 NFL playoffs has come and gone, and boy was it a doozy. So we are going to tackle every single matchup, we're going to analyze it, we're going to talk about why each team won, and most importantly, how I predicted all four matchups correctly. So stay tuned, we've got a good one coming up. Money Gecko is a proud sponsor of the MV Podcast, with a 100-person team of world-class marketers and clients ranging from the world's leading VC-backed companies to the Fortune 50, Muddy Gecko fills in their clients' marketing gaps. Learn more about the world's best marketing at www.muddygecko.com. So the first game we're going to talk about is the Rams versus the Packers. Aaron Rodgers was absolutely vintage. He carved up the Rams defense, and he really solidified why he will be this year's MVP. So the first drive of the game, the Packers were able to march on down into the red zone. And the Packers have an 80% touchdown percentage in the red zone, which is absolutely unbelievable. They actually weren't able to get a touchdown. They were able to come out with a field goal. But throughout the course of the game, I think that Jared Goff showed that he is a solid quarterback and he has a lot of toughness playing as well as he did with just having surgery about two and a half weeks ago. So that, was, that was really impressive. Devonte Adams lit up Jalen Ramsey. It was a highly anticipated matchup coming in, those two going head-to-head. And Devontae Adams really showed why he's the best wide receiver in the league this year. Over the course of the whole game, the Packers were able to pressure Jared Goff very, very well. They sacked him in the big moments. They pressured him when they needed when they needed to. And they really, they were able to shut down the Rams passing game enough to, to win the game. The, the Packers' pass protection was perfect. It allowed Aaron Rodgers to do what he does best. Sit in the pocket. Go through all his reads. Go left to right and see who's open, who's not. And it just allowed Rodgers to carve up the Rams defense like a Thanksgiving turkey. But on the other side, Cam Akers really proves why he will be the starting running back for the Rams next season. The Rams went through the whole year using really three running backs in Henderson, Brown, and Akers. Akers didn't really have a prominent role in the offense until both running backs got hurt towards the end of the regular season. In, the, le- in those, the in the two Rams playoff games, I think he probably combined for about 300 scrimmage yards and a couple of touchdowns. So I think Cam Akers cemented his starting spot next year. On the Packers side, Aaron Jones was the explosive spark that made the Packers trust in their run game and keep coming back to it. And not having to rely so much on Aaron Rodgers to make the big plays, even though he did. Usually, the Packers have had to rely on the passing game and all of their weapons to win games. But especially yesterday, they were able to rely on Aaron Jones and Williams to get 7-8 yards every single time they ran the ball. And so, in the end, the Rams' pass protection just wasn't good enough. But I give my I give a, a head nod to the Packers' pass rush, which was... Amazing. I mean, it seemed like they were pressuring Jared Goff almost every other pass, and it, he just didn't seem very comfortable. He didn't have enough time to go through all his reads. He had to get the ball out quick, and that resulted in a lot of sacks and a lot of incompletions. In the end, the Packers win 32-18, to and they will host the NFC Championship game. Next on the docket, we got the Ravens versus the Bills. So the first half of this game was actually fairly boring. The Bills couldn't stop the Ravens' run game, but the Ravens couldn't get the pass game going. It took them to about the 40-yard line where Justin Tucker missed a kick, and the wind was affecting everything. It was affecting the field goals. It was affecting deep passes, but that didn't stop Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs from being amazing as always. And so as a result of the weather, both offenses were fairly stagnant in the first half at a score of 3-3 to at the break. But the first drive of the second half, the Bills found a rhythm, and they really set the tone, scoring a touchdown. And then to cap it all off, Lamar Jackson threw a 101-yard pick six, and that was really the nail in the coffin because the ensuing drive, the Ravens snapped it over Lamar Jackson's head, and that play ended in a Lamar Jackson concussion, which knocked him out for the rest of the game. Tyler Huntley missed Hollywood Brown for a very easy score, but they're kind of lucky because the Bills missed a field goal. J.K. Dobbins proceeded to miss it to drop a touchdown, and then Mark Andrews was not able to haul in a touchdown pass which resulted in turnover on downs, and the Bills were basically able to run out the clock. So that game ended, and the Bills won 17-3. They would either host the AFC Championship game if the Browns won, or they would travel to Kansas City if the Chiefs won, and we'll talk about the Chiefs-Browns game in a minute. All right, next up, we got Browns versus Chiefs. The Chiefs opened up the game with a dominant drive, resulting in six points, but a missed extra point. The Browns responded well with a field goal. But the Chiefs came back and did what the Chiefs do, and they marched down for seven more points. And here's the thing about the Chiefs. If you want to beat them, you need to score more points than them. You don't just need to play great defense, you do, but you also need to have your offense firing on all cylinders. This was not the case with the Browns fumbling on the goal line with a minute 30 left in the half. And that was really a tipping point because the Chiefs led 19-3. to First play of the second half, Baker Mayfield was picked off, but luckily the Chiefs missed the field goal. And the Browns responded very well by marching down and scoring a touchdown, making it 19-10. Mahomes went out with a pretty scary injury because he wasn't hit in the head, but he left with a concussion. So, only time is going to tell about what's going to happen to him. But Chad Henney comes in the game, and the Chiefs score a field goal, and they go out 22-10. The Browns come back and make it a one-possession game at the start of the fourth quarter with a Kareem Hunt touchdown. Chad Henney made a horrible interception in the end zone, which could have cost the Chiefs the game because the Browns were only down by one possession at the time. But unfortunately, they were not able to capitalize. They had to punt it away. And Chad Henney came with the two greatest plays of the Chiefs' season, in my opinion. He came in with a third and 14, put his body on the line and ran for it, ultimately coming up about two inches short and then proceeds to make the biggest throw of his career and completes a four-yard pass to Tyreek Hill to end the game. Let me just say this. Andy Reid has the biggest stones of any NFL coach I've seen. He has the confidence in his players and his own playbook that he will call a play at midfield up by one possession in the AFC Divisional Round. With a backup quarterback and he has the confidence to call it and win the game and ice it. I mean, that's just that's just bravery. Because if it doesn't work, the Browns are a good team and they have the ball at midfield with two minutes left and they need a touch they only need five to tie it. And so a touchdown wins. The confidence that Andy Reid has to to call that play and the confidence he has in a backup quarterback. Chet Henney is an experienced NFL player. He's 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 good. Chet Henney has the ability to do, to make that play and he showed that he that he can make that play. In the end, the Chiefs win 22 to 17. They are hosting the AFC Championship game against the Bills. Will Patrick Mahomes be back? I have no idea. I sure hope he is because if he isn't, I'm going to go with the Bills. But we will leave predictions for a later time in the week because I want to see how the Patrick Mahomes situation develops. Either way, this is going to be a great AFC Championship game, and I cannot wait to watch. All right, last game we got is the Bucs versus the Saints. Breeze versus Brady. Hall of Famer versus Hall of Famer. Probably top 10 quarterback versus the greatest of all time. And this was my most anticipated matchup. I was most excited to watch this one go down. And I think it it proved its anticipation because it was a great game until about halfway through the fourth quarter. So the Bucks opened with two punts. And Deontay Harris, the Saints punt returner, could have won the game for the Saints if it weren't for penalties on the punt returns. I think he combined for about 105 yards of punt returns without penalties. You know, that's just unfortunate. Usually with a big punt return, there's a block in the back or something. So unfortunately that happened for the Saints. Drew Brees. Opened with two field goals in the Saints' first two drives. He then proceeded to throw a pretty bad pick, and the Bucks scored a touchdown on the very next play. The Bucs actually returned the pick to the three-yard line, and Tom Brady was able to find Mike Evans for a three-yard score. Jameis Winston lined up at wide receiver, and the Saints had a little trick up their sleeve, and Jameis Winston tossed a 60-yard dime, showing that he was not rusty at all. And raising the question, is he the starter whenever the Drew Brees era is over? But on the other side, Tom Brady was good in the first half, but he wasn't great. The game was tied 13-13 to at the half. To open up the second half, Drew Brees threw a beautiful pass. So the Saints went up 20-13, to and it was just about downhill from there. The Saints tied in. Jared Cook proceeded to fumble the ball. The Bucks responded with a touchdown to tie the game up. Saints then punted. Bucks scored a field goal to go up three. Alvin Kamara ran the route wrong. Drew Brees expected Kamara to turn around about two steps earlier. Kamara thought it was about two steps more. And so as a result of that miscommunication, they threw a pick on the ensuing drive. Tom Brady had a one-yard touchdown rush. And after that was pretty funny. He tried to high-five a ref. So that made a pretty good meme. Really, in the second half, I think the Bucs thought it was Christmas morning and Drew Brees was Santa Claus because... I mean, he just he could Drew Brees could not catch a break. He threw two picks in the second half on probably the two biggest drives of the game, and it didn't help with the Jared Cook fumble. So the Saints really gave this game away, and as a result, the Bucks won thirty to twenty. And so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will travel to the frigid temperatures of Lambeau Field to face the Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship game. This NFC Championships game is going to be one for the ages. Two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time going at it in back-to-back weeks, which is really a privilege. The Bucks defense came up big, as they have been doing in the past seven weeks. The Bucks have really found their stride in the latter half of the season, and it's showing. I think they're seven and one in the past eight weeks. And they're hitting it at the perfect time going into the NFC Championship game. Tom Brady was brought to the Bucs to do exactly what he's doing. The Bucs hadn't made the playoffs since 2003. And Tom Brady has came in and led them to an NFC Championship game. And I think they should feel very good about how they're performing and how they're hitting the stride at the perfect time. But also on the other side, the Packers should feel great because they're really almost dominating everybody they play. So however this pans out it's going to be a great game. I will leave my predictions. I'll tell you what. I'll pick the NFC game. I will leave the AFC game until later in the week. My pick to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl is the Green Bay Packers. I think their pass rush is it's really been elite in the past couple weeks. I think Aaron Rodgers is just he's just too smart and too good of a quarterback to have the Bucks shut him down. And I do remember the bucks crushing the Packers in the early stages of the regular season. And I think the Packers remember that. And I think they want revenge. I think Tom Brady is, it's hard for me to say this as a Falcons fan, but I think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. But I just don't, I don't think, I don't think the bucks are going to be able to keep up with the Packers and how explosive the Packers are on offense and defense. Although the Bucks' defense is a brick wall, I think it's going to cave a little bit this next Sunday, and I think the Packers will be heading to Tampa to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. So that's going to do it for this episode, breaking down each of the divisional round matchups. They were all great games. I'm looking forward to a very exciting weekend of championship football. I hope you guys are too. I hope you guys enjoyed the games this weekend. Be sure to like and share this podcast with a friend. This has been the MB Podcast, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.